Hi everyone, this is Nellie. Thank you for tuning in today to my ministry, song, scripture, and my thoughts. Today is March 17th, 2023. Today's song recommendation is At the Cross by Chris Tomlin. Today we're going to continue reading the Holy Bible. We are on Genesis chapter 3. I'm also going to incorporate into today's message a clip from Ezekiel chapter 28 verses 13 and 14 and I will read Revelation chapter 20 verses 1 and 2. I'm continuing reading the Holy Bible because as I was praying about it last night what message I would bring to your ears this morning. I was clearly just only thinking of Genesis chapter 3, so I'm assuming God that, that this is the chapter He wants me to read to you. I do want to give a message titled, Holy People, Holy Race, I may be able to get to that today. I, I'm not sure, but I'm going to surely try. And with that message, we will read from Deuteronomy chapter 28. So hopefully I can get to that message today as well. I hope that you're following the readings from the Bible from the beginning. I know I have really bad sound quality. It's so frustrating. <laughs> you don't even know. Sometimes it hinders me from even wanting to come on. So I hope that you can cancel out the noise and listen to God's Word. Because the enemy is always trying to get us to stop listening. He's, he's relentless, the enemy, and we're going to talk about him today, the devil, the serpent of old, who is always trying to put ideas in our head or in our ears to let things distract us from going forth with preaching and teaching and reading from God's holy Bible. And I've just made a decision. I am not going to let that hinder me any longer as far as coming on. I already don't have the, the correct space within my home. I have to wait until there's no one home so it can be even quieter because if there are people in the house, then I, I can't come on at all because I just don't have a soundproof room. And like I said before, I am going to one of these days hopefully get better equipment. Okay, so pull your Bibles out to Genesis chapter 3. I will give my thoughts after reading the chapter. So again, if you don't want to listen to my thoughts at the end of the reading, just click off after Genesis chapter 3. And of course, the thoughts will include my interpretation as God has opened my ears to interpret Genesis chapter 3. And I've often said, you may not agree, 
but this is how the Lord has revealed it to me. And I'd love to hear your thoughts as well if you want to send a message. Okay, today I have the New American Standard Bible, and uh, we will begin with Genesis chapter 3, and I'll read the entire chapter and then give my thoughts. Here we go. This is titled, chapter 3 is titled, The Fall of Man. Now, the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, Indeed, has God said you shall not eat from any tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree, which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat from it, or touch it, or you will die. The serpent said to the woman, You surely will not die. For God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was a delight to the eyes, and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate. And she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man, and said to him, Where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, so I hid myself. And he said, Who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me from the tree, and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, What is this you have done? And the woman said, The serpent deceived me, and I ate. The Lord God said to the serpent, Because you have done this, cursed are you more than all cattle, and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you will go, and dust you will eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman, and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain in childbirth. In pain you will bring forth children. Let your desire, yet your desire, 
will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Then to Adam he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife, and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it. Cursed is the ground because of you. In toil you will eat of it all the days of your life. Both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you, and you will eat the plants of the field. By the sweat of your face you will eat bread till you return to the ground, because from it you were taken, for you are dust, and to dust you shall return. Now the man called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might stretch out his hand and take also from the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore the Lord God sent him out from the Garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and at the east of the Garden of Eden he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Pause. That is the end of chapter 3. What a powerful chapter. There's a lot going on in chapter 3. And as I have said in Genesis, the messages Genesis 1 and 2, I did a podcast on the creation and, and good and evil and, and the fall of man. And you can go back and listen to those if you want to. But here I'm just going to just say that the chapter starts out that the serpent was craftier than any beast of the field. But scripture tells us that that serpent, the serpent of old, is the fallen angel Lucifer, the, the cherubim that I believe he had stationed there at the tree of the good and evil. I may be wrong. You know, we don't know the backstory. We don't know the backstory. We know that, for instance, when, when Jesus returns, the new Jerusalem comes down to the earth. The new earth. The new Jerusalem. And I think when, the, when he created the heavens and the earth, and then when he put man and animals and all, the, all of that, on the earth. I believe, well, the garden was already there. We don't know the backstory. We, he doesn't say, oh, the Garden of Eden came down to earth. No, he's God. The, the earth was void and formless, and he put the Garden of Eden there. And he created Adam outside of the Garden of Eden, the dust from outside. Of the Garden of Eden. That's significant. He did not use the dust from within the Garden of Eden because remember he cast Adam out of the garden to cultivate out where he was where he was 
made. So anyway, we don't know the backstory of how God places the Garden of Eden there, but we know he does. And let's go over to Ezekiel chapter 28 and just read the, a little bit of 13 and 14 where it says there, gives us a little more information. It says, let me find it here. Verse 13, you were in Eden, the garden of God. Dot, dot, dot. I'm just going to read that little clip there. So he tells us that he was, uh, the serpent of old was in Eden, the garden of God. And then if we go over to verse 14, it says, You were the anointed cherub who covers, and I placed you there. Pause. So, he was an anointed cherub placed in the garden of Eden, God's garden. And then if we go over to Revelation, go over to Revelation chapter 20, uh, verses 1 and 2 says this. This is talking about Satan. Then I saw an angel coming down from the heaven, holding the key of the abyss and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold of the dragon, the serpent of old, who is the, e who is the devil and Satan, and bound him for a thousand years. And he threw him into the abyss and shut it and sealed it over him, so that he would not deceive the nations any longer until the thousand years were completed. After these things, he must be released for a short time. Pause. So, Revelation tells us that the dragon, the serpent of old, is the devil and Satan. Ezekiel tells us that the cherub, and we know that God created the cherubs before he created man, so the cherubs were already created. So this is how I'm, I'm thinking because the serpent was hanging out at the tree of good and evil, the knowledge of good and evil. And he manifests into this dragon that Eve listened to. Eve listens to the word of the dragon and discards God's order. But God, he says to Adam that... Adam, because Adam listened to his wife, because Adam listened to his wife, he curses the woman and says, He, your husband, the man, will now rule over you. In other words, you can't tell your husband what to do. <laughs> he, he's, uh, to me, that's what he's saying here. 
the woman gave Adam bad advice. Now Adam had a choice. He didn't have to eat the fruit, the forbidden fruit, but he did. We all have the choice of choosing right from wrong, good from e good from evil. So he says to the serpent says to Eve, are you, did he really say that? He says, indeed, has God said, you shall not eat from any tree of the garden. He, and uh, Eve knows it. She, she gives a list of reasons why God, uh, but from the fruit of the tree, she, she explains to the serpent what God had said. And in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God, knowing good and evil. Good and evil, guys, really stems from our heart. It's a decision. Once we follow Jesus and good, we thwart out the evil thoughts and the evil things that we once did. We, the Holy Spirit helps us to become more Christ-like. So it stems from the heart and the pride of life. The pride of life leads us astray. Evil, good and evil is a choice. It's a choice. So if we, if we see, you know, I'm sure you've heard passing the buck, the expression passing the buck. So Eve eats the fruit. She immediately, you know, I, her husband was close by because she gives to him and he eats. And they, they realize that they're naked. So now their sins are exposed. They are naked. They know they're naked. And God, because he's God, he already knew that Adam was going to eat from the tree because we read in chapter 2 when God says, When you eat from the tree, you will surely die. So he already he already knew that they were going to mess up and he puts a plan in place in Genesis chapter 3:15 but before before he does that he he's already done it but before i read it uh the lord is asking adam why <laughs> can you imagine You've just messed up. Your sin is, you're naked, you're exposed. God, God has seen you following the, the, your prideful self. And you hear him. Place yourself in Adam and Eve's shoes. You hear him walking, the sound of the Lord walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And this is Jesus before coming down to be born human. This is Jesus walking in the garden. And he, he asks the man, he calls out to the man, notice, not to the woman. He calls out to the man and he said to him, where are you? Of course, Jesus knew where he was. And Adam explains that he, he heard the sound, he, he heard him walking in the garden and he became afraid because he was naked. And Jesus asked him, well, how do you know you're naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you not to eat from? Oh, here's where he passes the buck. Well, yeah, I did, but you know what? The woman, 
she's the one that enticed me. She's the one that gave me the fruit. And I, I guess he's telling God, she literally put it in my mouth and forced me to chew it. <laughs> That's what he's literally saying to God. The woman did not force him to eat that forbidden fruit. He willingly, he could see that Eve was changed and she had wisdom. I mean, there was a significant change and he wanted it too. And then he asked the woman and the woman says, you know, it wasn't me. The serpent made me do it. The serpent deceived me. Classic pass the buck from the very beginning. The blame game. It wasn't me. It was somebody forced me into it. Well, again, the serpent did not make Eve eat the fruit. So then God curses the three of them. And I'm not going to read the curses because I've already read them. But in, in, the, in Genesis chapter 15, this is where God says that he is now going to put enmity between the serpent and the woman. He's going to put his brilliant plan is to send his son to be born of the, the woman to save us. To save us. And the fight is now on by sending his one and only son to come down to earth to ultimately be crucified and die for our for our sins so our sins could be forgiven so we could one day live with him in eternity and it's a false notion if you think if you think that all of humanity are god's children scripture is clear that we are not all god's children some most are children of the devil and this is scripture not me making it up we are not all God's children we are not all God's children some are and this is where Genesis 15 3 15 comes in there's the enmity the deep hatred is going to be between the the devil and the devil seed because remember, we read in Revelation that the, the serpent that was hanging around at the Garden of Eden that was cursed is the serpent of old, Satan, and the devil. So the enmity will be between the devil and God. Deep hatred between Satan's seed and the woman's seed. And the woman's seed is Jesus Christ the Messiah there will be that deep hatred there will it's it's a battle a battle between the seed of the serpent which are the devil's people and the seed of the woman which are Jesus's people his children God's children and the ones that are following God so if you're if you stand with the devil you are not of God. You are not his child. It, it takes being born again 
and you have to repent. It takes that repentance and being born again of God. It's a new heart that he puts in our, he, he removes the old heart and puts in the new heart and that heart that he gives us as our new, we're a new creation in Christ. We are now God's children and we follow good and Jesus and not follow the devil and evil. Now we don't know the origin of good and evil. God doesn't explain it. But that tree, just picking the fruit, would reveal all of that. Now Adam and Eve, they make uh, clothes out of fig leaves because, well, they're not, uh, they'll never be, we'll never be as smart as God. And what does God do? He gives us a little glimpse of the first sacrifice, the first innocent blood sacrifice. He doesn't go into any detail of grabbing the animal and killing it, but he does clothe Adam and Eve in the skin of the first sacrificial animal, a foreshadowing of what was what he was going to send. He was going to send his son to be the last sacrifice. And he clothes them with the skin of the first sacrificed animal that's recorded in the Holy Bible. And we also don't know the origin of Satan and the cherubs, but what we read here that there's another cherub that because now Adam and Eve have taken from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil, now God says, well, shoot, they might be. So God says, then the Lord God said, behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil. And now he might stretch his hand and also take from the tree of life and eat and live forever. So he, he casts Adam out of the Garden of Eden. He's no longer permitted to be on holy ground. He casts him out. He also casts the serpent out, by the way. Then he, he, he drives a man out and then he places a cherubim and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. So there's another cherub that he places there guarding the tree of life. Very interesting, very interesting Genesis chapter 3. There's a lot, lot in there. But again, we, we don't know the origin of good and evil. That's for God to know. He, he, he put a stop to that. He's, he's now guarding the, the garden. I'm sure he's guarding all of it because he says he places the flaming sword which turned every direction to guard the tree of life. Nobody's ever permitted to go in there. Interestingly enough, though, in the book of Revelation, he talks about the tree of life. And anybody that believes in the Son will have eternal life with God in the new heaven 
I just love that promise. So I'm glad that you, if you've listened this far, <laughs> thank you. I am uh, very encouraged to go forward in doing my ministry. Sometimes I think, ah, oh, I don't know. The devil tries to just stop me at every angle, but I, I will not stop. I will continue going. Well, until the Lord tells me not to. And so anyway, I don't believe I'll have time to do the holy people, holy race, but I will come on and read Psalm 24 for you later on in the day. All the glory to God. All the glory to God. Again, I might have missed some details, so if you want to go back and listen to those other messages. Much love to all. Until next time. Bye.